to tell them about it. Okay. Should we tell it? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning, and we are in bed. So we are podcasting from our bed, and yeah. So usually we podcast from our bedroom, and we have two really nice chairs that we sit in that are very comfortable, but I suggested we stay in bed, and so it's really nice. Um, Brian and I are both a tiny bit hungover. Are you a little bit hungover? Yeah. Yeah, maybe just a tiny bit hungover because last night we did our podcast, which you guys will not be hearing because we actually had, not only did we have technical difficulties, but we also had human malfunction in the fact that Brian and I got loaded unintentionally, (laughs) but basically, bless you. What happened was we were podcasting and we had been going for probably about 30 minutes and we were on a roll and then we realized that the uh, computer had stopped recording. So then we kind of had to like start over and we had already had one cocktail by then and we were having old fashioned, which was pre-mixed. And I think in our minds, like or in my mind, I didn't realize that an old fashioned is pretty much just all whiskey. And so... We ended up having probably the equivalent of three or four shots of Oof. pure whiskey. And so, and I don't drink whiskey. So it was just like, I was loaded. So our second take at the podcast was, you know, we were trying to, number one, we were trying to go back and talk and ha- and recreate the conversation we had just had, which is almost impossible to do. And then when you're trying to do that, when you're loaded it just did not work. So <clears throat> it was a very fun evening. We do, we will save that and maybe we'll share, maybe we could share like snippets of it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, at um, our funeral. But it was pretty hysterical. Um, someone's at our door. Come in. We, yeah. We usually try and do this before the kids wake up, but um, right there's yeah. my my lovely daughter. Yeah, because no, you have to do it last night. I don't know if you guys were talking about the podcast or doing it. Yeah, we're doing it now. Yeah, again. we're doing it again we're because last night's episode you, was too, well, you don't too drunk. Mind me, I'm looking for my ring that should be somewhere in here. Kids, not in here. Look on the dresser and look in the bathroom. Oh, looking at. You guys just continue. I will okay. Okay. So, I guess what I got confused about was, uh, I thought the I thought it was an old fashioned mix. I didn't know that the whole thing was the booze was included and then also i got confused between like a whiskey sour is a right, is a right. one sh- one part whiskey one part whatever the sour is so i was thinking like when we were when our bartender was bringing us drinks from downstairs i was in my head it's like oh it's one part whiskey one part thing or one part whiskey two parts thing right but wow it tastes very strong it wasn't until this morning i, I could feel like that right all away. parts whiskey so anyway so um, I felt like it was it was a good the first section was good of what our podcast yeah and then but then on the second recording we it was started to just go into the ditch oh my gosh anyway so. so many rabbit trails and I was so intoxicated yeah I mean it was just we were all over literally all I over. felt like I was 22 again you know and, what it was uh, it was also like I think it affected our logic because I felt like we were on some good tracks but like we start with St. Patrick in Ireland and then we're kind of all, we're literally all over the group. Yeah, globe. we were At all one over point, the we're, place. we're talking about Hawaii. So we got from Ireland to Hawaii <laughs> through Constantinople oh and North Africa into the U.S. And then it was... Um, yeah, it was, it was something else. If you, if you want to hear any snippets of it, then maybe we'll share it with you privately. I don't know. But... Um, yeah. Well, so, Brian, let's yes. talk about our weeks. We didn't do that last night. We didn't really oh, yeah, we didn't, check yeah. in about... What was your what was the highlight of your week? Uh, I was off this week because it was spring break, and uh, I picked a cabin in Killeen, Texas, which is three two and two hours away. It's uh, southwest of uh, Waco, north of Austin, and I just it was a cheap Airbnb, and I booked it. And I said, "Whoever wants to come can come. If not, I'll go on my own." And then mm-hmm. last minute, uh, my our youngest Callum came with me, so him and I went, and we mm-hmm. did some fishing, and we did some hiking, 
and we ate outside and it was a oh, beautiful nice. uh, it was a beautiful I didn't know you ate outside we that's did, yeah. awesome we, I think we had most of our meal we had our evening meals outside but it was a beautiful evening and, and then you told me you cooked together we cooked together so it was nice to have some time together we watched some anime together mm-hmm. that was fun and uh, yeah I just enjoyed these years of company and um, yeah because you know when I was I was just thinking on the on the ride out there um, when I was his age 13, 14 I was I, I, my dad I, I didn't uh, feel all that close to my dad mm-hmm. but I did become very close to him but it was through those trips to Mayo to his homeland in the west of Ireland we would go it was like a five hour trip and I remember the first time I went with just him without mom and I was anxious because it's like I don't know him that well yeah. and we went together and it was actually it was a funeral so it was a tough one but but we spent a lot of time together and I got to know him primarily through those five hour trips and it was mm-hmm. really I'm so glad we had that time together yeah. So I was just thinking about that with Callum that, you know, I think it's important to spend that that time together. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. We, we did 18 rounds of golf. That was fun. He drove the golf cart for 17 holes until he got busted and the guy told me he couldn't do it. But, you know, I mean, I kind of knew he shouldn't be driving the golf cart, but I just let him do it. And um, That's fun. But he made it 17 holes without being caught. But I, I probably shouldn't have allowed him. I mean, there's there's danger there. But that was fun. It was beautiful. The weather was unbelievable. It was it was uh, eight o'clock. It was mm-hmm. Riverside. It's it's an old one of the oldest golf courses here. And but the it's we're at that time of year now where the weather's not just nice, but we're getting a mm-hmm. tiny bit of humidity, and it yeah. feels great on the skin when you just have that does. slight humidity. Yeah. I, I, love I, humidity. I actually don't like the dry air. I like a little bit of humidity, and, yeah, and there's a too. perfect amount here. That's it. I'm practicing for a show. Uh, well, I could, that was a, it was an eventful week. I, I'm so that's the St. Patrick's Eve show. So I'm working with all my new sound gear on that, and that's going well. Um, yeah, because we have St. Patrick's Day's coming up. Yeah. Okay. One last thing, and then <clears throat> oh, I'm taking a coaching class, so I'm really enjoying the homework. Yeah, and I think you're gonna share. Maybe, maybe. you'll share some today or in a future uh, maybe, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Because you've been learning some really awesome things yeah, in your class. Yeah, it's not quite digesting. I, I it's really it's. Yeah. You need a more little more time to process I before do, yeah. you share. Yeah, because it hasn't quite got in yet, but it's exciting new materials. Just mm-hmm. anyway. So, can you say like one thing about what you'll be sharing in the future on the podcast? Um, I could. Yeah, there's it's action logic is what we're studying, and it's just how okay. you interpret the world and how you react to the world, and there's different types, and it's uh, so. Okay, I've never heard that term. Action. Action logic, logic. and okay. then there's a, action inquiry is another part, but okay, uh, you could. Google that or not? I could just you could just wait and I'll, I'll share it as as I solidify it in my own head. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be talking about that. So there's there's different types of leadership styles. Mm-hmm. There's at the bottom list mature. There's the opportunist who's out for themselves, and they use people as resources. And then at the highest level, so there's steps in between. At the highest level, you have alchemist. They call it or magician or they just use these funny phrases. And that would mm-hmm. be someone like Nelson Mandela. Gandhi, Jesus, somebody who's who's more uh, out for the good of um, the flourishing of mankind beyond them. So oh, okay. it's, so it's a kind of le- a less less self centered form of leadership. Anyway, more of that later. Okay. Cool. Okay. So tell t- t- <clears throat> tell us about your week. About my week, I had a lovely week as well. I was here with Liam because Finn was off with uh, her cousin, spending time with her, and so I picked up. Uh, my custom canvases that I had ordered and they're three by five I believe and they're four inches deep and um, so they're really nice and I've started a painting on them on one of them and but it's very different because usually I buy my canvases at Michael's and I buy the the professional ones that are for you know professional artists or whatever but so these canvases are a lot more porous yeah and uh, so they, they're just sucking in the paint, mm. you know, and so it's very rough. They're very rough, yeah. you know, and so in a way I like it and in a way I don't like it because I feel like I'm having to, <clears throat> I mean, I layer a lot of paint anyway, but these, I'm, it's like layer and layer and layer and layer. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing that and I love painting, especially when I get in the zone, but Sometimes I work on paintings that are just so tedious and that's the kind I'm working on right now. And usually about 75% of the way through, it gets kind of, 
I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just ready for this to be over. I'm ready to be done with this painting, but I can't be. I have to, you know, keep going till the end. Um, <clears throat> the other thing for this week, I, and then this is kind of a girly thing, but I started using a new skincare product called Active Argon. And I love this stuff. It Great. is like, it's making such a difference in my skin. And I, usually I'm not really good with doing skincare uh, consistently. But like when you wake up and you actually see a difference, it's like so motivating to, you know, keep doing it. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. And then back to painting, I painted outside, which is fun because the weather's been great. And then the days that I've been painting inside, I have all the windows open, the front door open, the back door open. So it's kind of like you're outside, but you know, you have, you can hear the birds singing, you can hear the neighborhood and then you can feel the wind blowing. Um, and I forget what else I did this week. I don't know. That's about it. But it was a it was a good and I listened to a lot of really good podcasts um, while I was painting and I feel like I learned I like learning I really yeah. do I like learning and I like reading nonfiction more than fiction right I I do too fiction to me I actually am reading a book right now it's a novel it's like historical fiction in a way um, I like historical fiction too because then I feel like you're still learning. Mm. At the same time as you're being, you know, entertained. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway. That's good. That's my week. But, okay, so last night we had talked about St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So we were discussing Irish breakfast. Right, we were, yeah. Which I like to tell, and I love, now when we lived in Chicago, we had Irish breakfast pretty frequently. We did, yeah. Because we had several... Several really Irish Really good yeah. Irish pubs that we would we frequent did. in, well, in also, Chicago. Yeah, there's a there's a butcher there called <clears throat> Winston's. Now they have, they'd open up a restaurant. I forgot the name of it, but Winston's an Irish butcher. They would mm -hmm. they they were there. So I you never get a, went there. Um, to the, to the restaurant. I don't know if you ever did go to. I think why the times you, I. Why you never take me there? Because I think. Um, I don't think you ever did go with me. Because the times I've been there, I was in Chicago visiting. On my own, so it's since we moved to Denver. Oh, so did you know about it when we lived there? I don't know if I don't remember when it opened. So why were you going there when you were visiting Chicago? Oh, because Dad wanted to go there. Because oh, so when Dad oh, was in town, okay. I'd, I'd go there. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. I think you might have been there. I I yeah, I think we did sit. I, I don't know. I, I'm, um, so I'm, they had all the sausages yeah, and everything yeah, so that the you would need? The butcher was around for a long time, so you'd buy your breakfast there. And uh -huh. then the the company, the family, Winston, opened up a an Irish or a restaurant that, that served the Irish breakfast. Oh, nice. On the south side in Orland Park, I think it is. So uh, Irish breakfast, we would call it a fry growing up. Mm -hmm. And it's basically two fried eggs. Fried eggs? Sunny side up. Sunny side said. up, yeah. Uh, two rashers which is irish bacon which is closer to canadian bacon two sausages mm -hmm. irish sausages they're very good links yeah they're link what sausages. else that's the, all the twos out of the way one half tomato tomato and uh maybe baked beans and baked beans i don't remember that as a kid and <laughs> some people serve it with french fries I, that's that would be unusual Ooh. too but it's good well you mix that with but the baked beans i would beans. like that ba i would like that you mix that with your baked beans it's good and i oh and then toast either so irish soda bread or toast and then a pot of tea and a pot of, and you're missing two what am I you're missing? missing two ingredients oh of course the most important part the most important part two black pudding as we say uh -huh. and two white pudding which is which right. the black is blood sausage and i'm trying to remember if the white is blood sausage too but it's delicious they're so good. So you, you like get the like, white. You get like Ugh, two nuggets of the black pudding and two nuggets of the white pudding. And I was always like, why are they giving us so little well, yeah, they're, of the white they're, pudding? Not that, yeah. Because, oh my gosh, Because they're expensive to make, yeah. freaking delicious. It is. It's so we're trying to find if we can get find a place down here to have Yeah, I'm going to try and find it because I want to have on St. What day does St. Patrick's Day fall on? Wednesday. Wednesday. Are you taking yeah. the day off? Yeah, I don't think I will. Oh, you're not? Okay. Yeah, I should. No, I think I have. I think I have appointments that day. 
So when are we going to have our Irish breakfast then? Are we going to have it on the weekend? Maybe, yeah. Uh... Okay. So then we... Okay, so the I, south side that's of... one thing I miss about Chicago. What's that? I miss being able to just go out and have Irish breakfast. That was good. So who had the best Irish breakfast in Chicago? I don't remember. Did we go to... We had it at Irish Oak? Do you know there was a... There was a... And there, was... Co- there was a coffee shop somewhere that was not... They had an Irish breakfast. And it was just, you wouldn't expect it. It was just a coffee shop, but they happened to serve one of the best Irish breakfasts and they would get an Irish crowd. And I don't remember, was it in Roscoe Village? Or where was it? I want to say it was, I don't know. Yeah. I want to say it was Roscoe Village somewhere because mm-hmm. when I used to live there, I would walk to it. But they had a good Irish breakfast. And then the Grafton had one. And Oh, did we went to the Grafton, didn't we? We did. <clears throat> but if you're you in a, Collins? If, is that uh, one? Did they have it or no? Yeah, I'm sure they must have, yeah. But I'm sure if, if you're in a ma- near a major city... You could probably find yeah. it. So, for example, Chattanooga or Portland, for example. For example, it, what? If you're near those two cities, you could check. I'm saying that because... Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, um, could go have... Could go see if there's an Irish breakfast an or Irish an Irish breakfast. butcher shop there. And uh, and then Chicago, of course, if you're even in Chicago, there's tons there. Because well, Chicago has a pretty vibrant Irish community. Yeah, they do. And um, so there, there you go. That's the Irish breakfast. The Irish breakfast. Talked about that. So what else do, do we eat on? You were talking about corned beef and you cabbage. You had some uh, misinformation about corned beef I, and cabbage. I thought cabbage. corned beef and cabbage was a New York Irish thing. I, I didn't think it was it was a, a real Irish thing. I thought it was it it, it came into the Irish community because mm-hmm. corned beef was the cheapest cut. So the Jewish people had their Reuben and the Irish people had their corned beef and cabbage. And then, but I asked my dad what he ate growing up in the west of Ireland, and he mm-hmm. said corned beef and cabbage. So I guess I was wrong. Okay. It's 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 a thing. Yeah. Okay. And it's delicious. It isn't bad, is it? I never had it until you and I... Actually, I never had it until Andrew and Rachel, when they invited us over yes. for Irish, for a St. Patrick's Day meal. Right. That was the first time yes. I ever had corned beef and cabbage. Because you, you weren't really in the habit of yeah. having it, so we never had it on St. Patrick's Day, because we would always have the yeah. Irish breakfast. Now I know where we made a big left turn last <clears throat> night on this subject. We did, yeah. We don't have to do that left turn now, but that that's yeah. where we got off into the weeds. Was anyway. Right, we did. So So that uh, was fun, wasn't it? At the uh, yeah. So that was a nice meal because we had Rachel had made a boil so you boil corned beef, which I didn't know. Yeah. You boil it and then it has like uh You boil the cabbage too then. Yeah, you boil the cabbage with it and I think maybe the potatoes too, I'm not sure. Right. And then you have like Really nice bread. Either you can have like soda bread or rolls. Did she have, have? Did she have soda bread? Fresh butter. I think she just had rolls. Right. <clears throat> and then you have um, and carrots. I think she had carrots too. Yeah. And yeah, it's just really it's so basic, but just very. I love basic food like that. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's just very everything simple. There's no sauces or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was just a lovely meal. And then, because in Ireland too, your cousin Pat, um, when we stayed with them yeah. for a couple of days, like she made food like that. It was yeah, just like yeah, yeah. a simple roast right. with like boiled potatoes they were good, and yeah. boiled. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm all. Yeah, you're all choked up there. I've got something in there. But everything was very simple. It was just like butter, the meat. The vegetables all prepared very simply. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was so good. It was good, yeah. It's really just, and yeah, I yeah. just really enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't even good. know if she had gravy or anything, but. I don't remember, yeah. I do remember the potatoes I tasting great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you told this really funny story, or kind of funny, about when we were in Ireland. We were having Irish breakfast basically every day. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't, here's the thing. So I, I don't remember that. You heard the guy. I didn't, and I can't remember the story, but we were staying at um, Bunradi. Can I have that water over there in what, that thing? Yeah. There's Bunradi Castle. It's yeah. a medieval castle in the west in, in Limerick. Anyway, we were staying at a, a nice bed and breakfast, and the owner was taking breakfast orders, mm-hmm. and he went up to American table, and he's, he... He, they said, can we have the Irish breakfast? Mm-hmm. But can you hold the sausage, the black pudding, and the rasher? And then he said, 
oh, okay, okay so you, you want an American breakfast then? And, yeah. And he giggles. And she didn't get the joke. She, I think she was offended. Yeah. I don't know. Or he either said that or he says, okay, so you just want eggs. It was just like yeah. she was basically stripping the Irish out of the Irish. But, <coughs> yeah, it was kind of like saying, okay, I'll have a, I'll have a chicken yeah. sandwich, hold the chicken. Anyway, it was, it was yeah. I, I wish I could remember the story because it was funny. You had heard him and repeated it back to me. And you yeah. said it was like a scene from Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. See how much easier that was when you're sober to tell that story? Yeah. No? Yeah? Just to, so far, I'm just saying like caffeine, I think, is better for us on these because just getting through that story last night took twice as long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys, we were so wasted. It was just, oh my gosh. It was, it was going different. Like when you have wine, you get like this really nice buzz. If you have like a couple glasses... But then this whiskey man, it just like took us into a whole other realm and it was not good at all. Whiskey. Let's talk about whiskey briefly. So I don't like Irish whiskey. I mean, it's okay, but when it comes to whiskey, just a brief, uh, when it comes to whiskey, I think the Americans have it. I just think bourbon is so much nicer than Irish whiskey and Scottish whiskey. I don't like either, actually. I like, but I like drinks made with bourbon. Yeah. I think they're really delicious. They are. But I don't particularly care for drinking it. Yeah. I mean, I could do it, but it's not like... I would rather have a glass of wine. Speaking of which... Yeah. You bought two bottles of the Menage a Trois. Yeah. And we had some the other night. It is really good wine. And it's $8. It's $8 and it is freaking delicious. Well, it wasn't that good. The one on Thursday was quite good, wasn't it? I was tasting it thinking, this is really good. And it's It's again, it goes back to that when we went out for our anniversary, we ordered that $90 $90. French wine. And that was not as good as the $8 Menage a Trois, which you can get it, well, you can get it anywhere. Okay, so, so we should order. We, we should, should only drink that because we really like it. When I, I'll bring back one of those bourbons and we'll uh, we'll get three of those for that. Four of those for the. Right. Okay, enough of wine. Back to uh, our regular Saint programming. St. Patrick's Day. So we were at, when we were in Mayo with my cousin Pat. We we climbed St. Croke Patrick. Yeah, Although, I, d- I didn't. You didn't. Brian and the kids went. Otherwise known as the Reek, the Reek. It just sounds funny. That's a smell, isn't it? The reek over here. It reeks. It reeks. It's a yeah. The reek. They call it the reek anyway. Um, <laughs> they probably it, spell it differently. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Um, it's really tremendous. It's on the west coast, outside of Westport, so it's it faces the Atlantic. So when you get to the top, if you have a clear day, which I've climbed twice now, the first time was ninety five, and we were up top, myself and two other friends of mine, I think. But the view over the landscape, you mm-hmm. have the green on one side and the blue ocean on the other. Oh, it, was, nice. oh, it was just tremendous. Anyway, rumor has it that St. Patrick actually climbed there mm-hmm. and spent time there and communed with God there. <clears throat> and um, they have a church up there oh, okay. that they've built. And that was not easy to build it because they, they must have brought it up stone by stone or something. Anyway, we, Pat, my cousin... Liam Finn and Callum myself climbed it. And Callum did well. He was oh seven at gosh. the time. Oh my gosh, yeah, he was little. And it's a tough, that second part of the climb is hard because you're going up it's rocks. It's all stones. Yeah, the second They're half is loose, it's, it's loose stones. You're going up and it's, <clears throat> it's. but it was really special. And I think um, it's, I think for, as a family, it's important to, I, I feel it's important to climb. My grandmother climbed it barefoot. Oh, is that like a part of the tradition, right? Yeah, it's right? part of the, pil- once a year they have suppos- an actual did pilgrimage. He do it, supposedly he did it barefoot. I wonder, I don't know. My dad's climbed it. I don't know if he's climbed it barefoot. So I think for me, it was a lineage thing to mm-hmm. to do that. So that was really fun. St. Patrick. Yeah. Keeping it in the St. Patrick. Do we need to talk about St. Patrick? We cover, if you we, want we, to a well, little bit. I don't know. Last night, we I tried talking about St. Patrick, and we that's when we ended up in Hawaii. Yeah. It just went all over the place. So maybe we won't. Um, so do you have your set list prepared for your St. Patrick's Day? I do. It's a lot of slow stuff, though. I, I don't like fast songs. I like slow, depressing songs. I, I don't know okay. what else to say. You're like uh, NF and Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. NF is a, a rapper. Right. And he was raised by a mother who, well, she didn't raise him. She was a drug addict. Yeah. She ended up overdosing. But his music is very dark and moody. Because, you know, he has a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of life and things that he's working through. But he gets criticized for that. But he also has a huge fan base because everyone, you know, his fans can relate to him. And then Billie Eilish, you know, she came onto the scene when she was probably 15 years old. Yeah. And even though she was raised in a very good, 
family. She has wonderful parents, but just teenage, just being a teenager and, you know, everything going on in the world, like her music is kind of moody as well. Yeah, it is. So she get she's mega famous now, but, you know, people would always criticize her, but she said the same thing. Like she likes songs that make her feel. Yeah. Like she likes to... Like when you're an artist, you should do the things that speak to you as an artist. Yeah. Like if you don't like fast songs, don't play fast songs. Yeah, it's just if I mean, they don't speak to you. I just never then don't yeah. do them. And like the whole Irish drinking songs and all that stuff, and um, just never they just never were my thing, you know. Now the problem is if you're playing at a pub, especially if the it's different. Like if you're playing at a pub and mm-hmm. and and it's an Irish-born crowd who know the songs and they'll sing along. And like I remember singing and playing at, at the Celtic Crossing, and I was singing Willie McBride, which is slow. It's a not even. It's an Aust- a Scottish Austra- a Scottish guy wrote it. Who, mm-hmm. who uh, Eric Bogle is his name, but it's a beautiful song. But it's been adopted into the Irish yeah. psyche. And I mean, I remember singing that. It's a very sad song. Yeah. But I'm singing it, and these guys are like singing away and smiling, and all the joy in the world, you know. Yeah. Um, but if you actually listen to the words, it's it is sad. But it's no, it's interesting when like people say, "Oh, it's a sad song" or "It's a depressing song." But the two don't. You could decouple both of those. Mm-mm. You can yeah. have a sad song that's beautiful. So like William Butler Yeats once called Ireland a terrible beauty, and I think that's a great mm-hmm. term because it there is a lot of sadness in our music, and yet it's beautiful. Like you can yeah. find beauty in sadness somehow. Like like surely. I yeah. think we've just mastered the art. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's why I like. I love minor chords. I love this. It's, I do too. It's I a, love yeah. minor chords. Are they? Do people think minor chords are sad? They're not bright, right? Yeah. Remember? Do you remember? I wrote you a song once, and it was all in. Oh, minor. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. You, it you didn't really like it. Yeah, maybe it was too much minor. How could it be too much minor? Well, I think Here what makes are the, talking about the great part of no, minor. no. The, I think what makes a minor beautiful is that. Uh, when you don't expect it so you could have a major key but when you hit a minor unexpectedly that's where the beauty stands out it's like right, a crocus in the snow if you're writing a song in no, a minor key crocus in the snow like if you have a, a little isn't flower isn't a crocus like a oh it's a flower it's i was a, thinking it was a, a cricket it's a flower crocus yeah if it's a flower if it if you've got a white landscape and you have one flower it stands out so it's like a minor chord if if it if, yes, if it stands out that was out. very beautiful honey well you, yeah okay <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. Brian likes he likes when I affirm him when he says something that's very beautiful. Was it beautiful? It was, honey. No, it wasn't. Your face is all like okay. Okay. No, you are. You're a great. You're you. Uh, don't you be say getting the, don't nice be things. Coming on to me like that. I'm not coming on to okay. you. I was being. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. So we've acknowledged that you said something beautiful and. Oh, so the minor keys. My point is that if the that what makes the beauty of the minor is that it comes out of. Well, it's the same thing. Is if there everything's... a major chord in the minor key? I don't. Oh no, you've gone too deep. Part of my problem with some um, of the uh, of the contemporary Christian music is it's all major keys, and that's equally as boring. You can't have all major. Everything's happy or everything's sad. It's not. It's like I think the reason the minor key is nice is because. Life is up and down, and if the music has major and minors, it has brights and lows. So that's yeah. what that's that's life. So what are the chords in Willie McBride? What are they? Um, let's see. Well, how do you do, young Willie McBride? Do you mind if I sit down here by your gravesite? It was a B minor. Okay, B minor. To here, I'm gonna, should I play a section of it? If you want, go grab your guitar. Okay, so we'll have some. Uh, well, oops, the daisies. The mic. The microphone almost fell over. The mic almost tipped over. So we're adding some music. Oh, I can't. I'm not allowed. I can sing it. I just can't record it, right? I mean. We'll just put it out there. So it's got um. Okay, so it's D. Starting in D. Well, how? Do you do? Well, can I let me get, get through it and then you okay. can read. Well, how do you do, young Willie McBride? That's it. It's all. Do you mind if I sit down here by your graveside? So that's okay. We're back. The computer went to sleep again, so you didn't miss a whole lot. 
all, all what do we say there oh we played uh Will, okay like willie mcbride that song's about yeah 19 it's a uh, the author is sitting by a gravestone probably it's called green fields of france so it's in the in normandy a gravestone by a soldier called willie mcbride and he writes an entire song mm-hmm. f- pretending to know really it's, it's for they're all forms of a question yeah that's the beauty of it like the it's questions like did you leave a wife or a sweetheart behind yeah in some faithful heart is your memory enshrined although you died back in 1915 in that faithful heart are you forever 19 or are you a stranger without even a name enclosed in forever behind a glass frame in an old photograph torn and tattered and stained and faded to yellow in a brown leather frame. That's beautiful. That's language. really beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. So all of the things are, it's all questions like, what, yeah. did this happen? Did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the fife lowly? Did they sound a death march as they mm-hmm. lowered you down? Did mm-hmm. the band play the... Oh, it's so... So I don't know, maybe what I'll do is, um, on Tuesday is talk through the songs and try to get people to... Yeah. To hear them and listen to them. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll just do that. I'll just recite certain parts. Um Anyway, but also, I mean, you know, let's think about a show. It's like, I also think it's good if people just are making the dinner while they're listening in the background. Yeah. As a musician, you don't get to, you don't get to decide. You know, you'd like, you'd love people to sit and be captivated by every word of the song. Right. Because you enjoy it that much. Um, and then, actually, I remember once playing in a, and then we'll get back to something else here. Playing in the Celtic Crossing uh, where I was singing Nancy Spain, which is a lo- no, another lovely song. Mm-hmm. And everyone was drinking and chatting. There was one girl in the corner watching, and she was mm-hmm. mouthing the words. And mm-hmm. it was like, "That's all you. That's all you want as a musician. Just well, you, the, just one yeah. person to engage." Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Was well, one thing being married to you that I wanted that I don't have yet. What? Fully, is I always wanted your Irish culture to be incorporated more oh, into our family. Right. Where our kids knew, yeah. I mean, they know some of the Irish songs, but I wanted them to know a lot of these songs, yeah, that you know, and that it would be like a part of our, a part of us as a family, yeah. You know? Well, you know, because the, like you know, to fix that. How do we fix that? They have four of the five of us have Irish passports. You just move there. That no, I'm not right. moving. I'll live in Ireland for like, just, that fixes it, you know? like a few months, that but I'm not going to live there, um, live there. But no. Yeah. You remember no, when yeah, we, yeah. Were at, we were at uh, Laura's wedding? Yeah. And then before the wedding, they were singing that Irish song. No. And they all knew it. Like they were all singing it. I never even heard it before. And it's probably oh, a hang drinking on. You're, song. You're ta- are you talking about... Oh, you're talking about... Um, your brother Jimmy's yeah, daughter Yeah, yeah, I got, got confused what Laura you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> and at her pre-rehearsal dinner thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I got it. In the barn, right. In right. the barn, they were singing that song. Sandra, was it mainly Sandra and her sisters? Yeah, it was Sandra they and her sisters. Sandra's from Ireland. Got it. Her, obviously, her sisters were in the States from Ireland. They yeah. came to the wedding and they were singing an Irish song. Oh, I, I, didn't, song. I, I didn't even know the song. Yeah, but it was it was this amazing moment, right? Where as a culture, you know, they all knew this song, and they were singing it, and it was yeah. beautiful. Like I would like, as a family, we don't have any songs like that, and you were supposed to deliver what do we do? that. We have a. We, I you think were supposed to deliver that okay. to me, Brian. Why didn't you deliver that? You know, um, I'm part of us being. Not serious, right? No, no, no. I, 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 I'm like, not being we, like, fully we, serious, we all but know, I am saying yeah, no, no, that we, I yeah, we all know, really um, did want that to happen. Yeah, we all know, um, what do you call it? Uh, Fields of Athenry. We right, know that but, but we don't know any fast ones. I mean, you were saying oh, how you don't like fast songs. Yeah, Go Move Shift we know. Go move, does Liam know Go Move Shift? Eh, it doesn't matter, because he's not going to sing song. it anyway. He's not going to, he's not a singer. But we need to like fully no you do have to here's the thing some of these songs. okay here's what i think here's what i think we have to do if you if you, it, there's a uh what is it it's uh if you're in an irish group there's a thing called a, it's, not, it's not a session you can be sitting around and people have to share something yeah it, it can be a song it can be a poem but you've uh-huh. got to share something you're expected to give something to that circle yeah which i think is great because it's got to be something creative that you contribute mm-hmm 
and you, you'll get pressed hard like oh, go on sing it give it go, go you must know something sing it yeah oh no i'm not a singer well they'll put you've been there like they had they push food on you i go yeah. on you'll have another so it would be good for each of the five i mean i'm okay and a finn could do something but the other three well you mm-hmm. could sing a southern song and that, mm-hmm. that'd be just fine but the other two have to boys have to be prepared like what would you sing or what would you do mm-hmm. so i think if in other words like all five of us couldn't sing the same song individually I'm not talking to... about that what what i'm talking is something that we do collectively that's in our collective memories as a family oh like so if you had an irish breakfast on, on st patrick's day what that would no, be no i'm one. talking about i'm talking about like the music right you know what i mean like sandra and laura and jimmy and they all knew and sarah they all knew the song oh so and they oh, were oh, oh, all oh. singing it together sandra had taught it to them yeah and it was like a thing, and they were all into it. Oh, okay. You know well, what here, I mean? Here's your homework. Contact Sandra and find out about that song, and then we'll learn it. Well, I know what the song is. You do? But why? This was your Irish dad responsibility. I get it, but, um, you know, I live in Texas, so. Well, why don't marry an Irishman, then? I need, I need more Irish from you. Well, you don't. You're not great at teaching me about tech. What do you know about Texas? Texas is not history. a. It is. It's a great uh, no, republic. No, it's not. It's different. It's not old like. It is old though. It's just not. No, it has a rich white, history. As, but for, I'm as saying, white people go, it's not that old. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah. you know, Ireland is Ireland. Right. And I am being a little facetious. I'm I not being 100 percent serious. Yeah. Okay. Um, what now? I, mean, <sighs> I guess we'll just should we just stay in this St. Patrick's Day mode of, uh, or is there anything else you'd like to cover? No, but I'm okay. So this weekend, should we do? No, I do want to find an import store here yes. in San Antonio, and right. hopefully there is one. Why don't you do that this morning while I go do some homework? Okay, I can do that, and uh, I do want to get some Irish goodies. Oh yeah. Oh, there's the uh, Cost Plus World Market is is up near Target. I, I yeah, get... They only have like chips and sweets. Nah, they stuff. got a quality street. They have stuff like that. That's good. That's candy. Well, yeah, but I, don't I mean, want candy. Yeah, but the kids might. Irish candy, Cost no Plus candy. World Market. If there's candy. one near there, you can get your cavities on there. Oh, here's something I want to say. I am not doing Easter baskets this year for anybody. When Why is not? Easter? Is Why that not? next month? Uh, I don't know. I've never liked Easter. I just have to say it. It's my least favorite holiday. Used to be real confusing when I was little because I couldn't understand how Jesus was born at Christmas time. And then died and was resurrected just a few months later. <laughs> Does that make sense? Hang on. Sorry. I was looking at my phone. Okay. So like when I, when you're a kid, you're not really thinking of time passing. Yeah. yeah. And then in my mind, I would get so confused. I'm like, how could Jesus be born in December and then like already be 33 and die and be resurrected by April? Oh, like it would just yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like blow my mind. Like I couldn't. You went into a time warp. Yeah. Yeah, I was like in a time. It took me, right, forever to realize. Oh, okay, these are just like holidays that we're celebrating. That these things happened. Like they didn't. Yeah. Happen that closely together. Um, but Easter. You know, I don't know. I just don't like Easter that much. The, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this year, my kids are older, and I'm not going to... I haven't told the kids this, but I don't think I'm going to buy them any Easter stuff. The only thing I liked about Easter was... Um, to me, it was the religious high point. So Christmas was, was not. It was, it, it, was, it was not. It was, it was religious, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was, it was a holiday. We were all off. But Easter... Uh, felt the most religious so it did to me it was important as a young fella um to um hey we've made it we've made it 36 minutes without talking religion or politics that's good okay. well can i let me just finish this thought i did like because it was the you would do lent so you go off sweets for lent or something but then uh, we call it holy week so like on wednesday there might be an event thursday my mom and 
ourselves and my dad maybe we'd go to pray mm-hmm. friday there was a, a a mass he did and then yeah. sunday there was thing but also we would watch these movies called our jesus of nazareth king of kings they would play on the air during holy week yeah. and we read that was our time but that was our bible understanding of, of jesus was through those movies yeah so you know as a you don't read and you, the bible you enjoyed them oh, i loved them they were great and we'd love to watch those and um you know jesus of nazareth was a very good show too so that so well, easter good for back then but yeah, if you yeah, watched yeah. it now yeah, you'd probably be like oh yeah, my god it, it is a bit it's it's it were like the, uh, I mean, the everything sound is, is off right? the sound is off you can't but that was uh, uh so that was always a good um you know yeah so that was good and then um yeah so my easter i didn't i hated easter growing up too yeah. because you know my dad was what my mom would say a tight wad yeah and um, at our church, well, dressing up was a huge thing in the Pentecostal church. Yeah. Like you had to wear the dress and you fixed your hair and all this stuff. But like Easter was even more the expectation of looking nice on Easter was like 10 yeah. times as much because everyone got new Easter dresses and then you had the Easter basket and then you had the Easter egg hunt outside the church and... You know, we, it was pretty much the same thing as at Christmas time. Like, we may or may not have gotten an Easter dress. Because, like, if you had to have the Easter dress, you had to have the shoes, the socks. Well, if you're little, right? You got to have, like, the pretty patent shoes with the socks, the ruffle socks, the dress, the Easter basket, then the candy, the hair bows. And, you know, my dad had four girls. Yeah, well. And, you know, you got a stingy dad, and he's not going to pony up for that. Yeah. So I think sometimes we would get an Easter dress, but it would usually be from, like, Walmart or something. That's a whole, that's a, that's a new, the whole Easter bonnet, the Easter dress, that's a, that's, that's an American thing, isn't it? I guess. I don't know. But it was so much pressure, and it was so depressing um to show up on easter sunday and you realize you're like the yeah you know you just never look yeah that's sad like everybody else yeah you know because the pastor's daughter yeah she i mean oh my gosh she would have like the most gorgeous easter dress all roughly she would just have everything it was all over the top yeah because because um, jesus had a really nice easter suit yeah those, you know well yeah i mean he it's had just... an armani suit because that so it's important you know to have that yeah but i guess just for me easter was always like yeah isn't it funny so though how... pressure i was never thinking about the resurrection of jesus well, during easter i was thinking about am i or am i not going to get an easter dress yeah yeah or well, am i, I going to yeah, get a plastic easter basket from walmart you know i'd have to say i have to say though that um the more liturgical <clears throat> churches specifically the catholic church do easter the best because it's because it's a slow it's a it's a sequence of movements wednesday thursday friday yes saturday whatever yes reflection and sunday do you have to go to church on all of those nights uh no no i think it's friday and then sunday yeah but otherwise you it it feels like a pilgrimage whereas in the in the uh, at least the evangelical churches there it was just suddenly Easter Sunday. Oh, it's got all excited. It's Easter Sunday. And you move, you lose those rhythms of those previous days. And it just, I just never, yeah. it never felt, never fit, never felt right. Yeah. It's like you're trying to gin up excitement. Then it's like, uh, wait, we just, it, I don't know how else to describe that. But it's like, whereas, uh, like I went to an Anglican church in Chicago that was power. They, they would do, uh, their, they would do the whole week that they'd have events and then, mm-hmm. There was a lot of somberness, and then suddenly, then they do an Easter night. They do an they would do yeah. an Easter uh, thing, and then they would they'd even have dancing and stuff. You'd have the priest yeah. there dancing with his robe on. That was really good. Did your family do an Easter meal celebration yeah. like you would at Christmas? Yeah. What we, did you guys have? I don't know. I don't remember. <clears throat> you remember? But it was a big deal. We didn't Easter do. Sunday. We no. didn't do a meal. It no. wasn't until I was older that I realized that was a thing that people actually do. Yeah. Like an Easter meal. Yeah. Or something. You know, it's like, uh, uh, like uh, in Ireland, uh, for your first communion, well, for the Catholics, the first communion is a big deal. But in Ireland, it was such a massive deal. But now it's like, a, it, it's got to a point where 
I think it's lost sight of the actual religious side, and it's like it's like your dress has to be amazing, and oh, your suit I has think to be we amazing. We might have had a dinner on the ground, which a is what? a very southern thing. A dinner on the Are ground. Are you listening to anything? I just went from first communion to dinner on the ground. How'd you get there? Well, because you're telling your experience. Oh, okay. Of Easter and the all those things leading up to it, and how yeah. it's like a very religious. Right, okay. Thing. So and then were, in my mind I was thinking I was were, comparing the okay, two. Gotcha. Like yeah. what your your experience was completely different. So you weren't from listening mine. to the communion thing at all. You were still <clears> at <throat> Easter. Actually, I think I did zone out. That's okay, the yeah. End I of can that. Tell. Do you, would you go finish the end of that? Oh, it's fine. I was just saying like like it, there's the families are so caught up in spending so much money on the first communion dress and the I uh, did miss that. Sorry. And the suit that you lose sight of the whole Does that uh, happen at Easter? No, no, First Communion, which is around spring. So when you, oh, you okay. first receive your Eucharist, your uh-huh. the Lord's Supper, we would say, in yeah. um, uh, Protestant circles. Hey, did I just say we? They would say, <laughs> I don't know, in Protestant circles. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Back to the dinner on the ground. Is that like Little House in the Prairie where you put a blanket on the on the grass? Yeah, well, we. I mean, some people might have put blankets, but basically it was a... We would put tables out outside. Yeah. <clears throat> and then every family would bring a, a covered dish. They would say a covered dish or something. My mom would always make King Ranch chicken, which is very, very, very Texas because yeah. there's the King Ranch and it traces back. And that was the only time of the year she would make it. Yeah. Because my dad, I don't think my dad liked it. And if my dad didn't like something, then we didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but I think on Easter Sunday yeah. is when we did dinner on the ground. Oh. So you have all the ladies from the church. Uh, there was Sister Cordy Crawford, Sister Naomi, Sister Mentally. All Catholic nuns. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, we called everyone sister. Right, Because right. the Catholics, they call people sister. It is funny. And then in our I got it. tradition, uh, yeah, yeah. we called people brother and, and sister. sister. Yeah, sister, yeah. And um, so you have all these ladies, and they would bring, you know, we had like chicken and dumplings, fried chicken cornbread, King Ranch chicken, you know, mustard greens or collard greens, yeah. uh, black-eyed peas, okra gumbo, um, potato salad, barbecue chicken. Like Wow, serious. And then everyone, you know, they would bring their stuff. We had this long table. All the food would be out. And you would eat, you know. Yeah. You would eat. And um, we only our church only did that once a year. And it was fun. That was a lot of fun. And yeah. then King, and I still make my sisters oh, and I. Oh, King Ranch chicken. We still all make oh, King Ranch fantastic. chicken. It's great stuff. And basically it's made with corn tortillas is the most traditional, although you can make it with flour tortillas, which would be a bastardization. But yeah. then you take the chicken yeah, and you debone it and it's boiled. Usually you boil it or you can also roast oh, right, it. Yeah. Take it off the bone. And if you do it like the the casserole way, uh, you use the cream of mushroom, cream of chicken soup. Yeah. And then you have the American cheese, the rotel tomatoes, bell pepper, onion, chili powder. Um, and it's a casserole, and it's really, really tasty. It's yeah. delicious. Cool. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm... Some uh, dinner on the ground. Can we end this, you think? No, I'm not ready to end it. Are you ready to go on with your day? I am, yeah. Why? Well, it's 40 of my five minutes. So? So what do you, What else do you want to say? So we talked last night for three hours. Yeah, but you only recorded forever. half of that, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have much more to say about St. Patrick, and I feel like I want to take a bath and get on with the day. Oh, you do? Do you feel pressure to hit the hour spot or something? Or? No, but I feel like you're... I feel like last week's podcast felt like a chore, yeah, yeah, we not our and best, I, not our best. And I haven't listened to it, but it did feel like a chore. And I feel like it was, you know, yeah, yeah it felt like a chore. And I feel like all of a sudden we're, I thought we were having this nice conversation. Now I feel like you just put this into chore mode again. No, I th- up until now, I think if we keep talking, it'll feel like a chore. But so far, it felt good. And it, 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 to me, it felt like we were coming to an end. Oh, it did. Okay. But you didn't feel that way. No, I mean, I was thinking of sharing more about the church I grew up in, which oh. is kind of fun. Okay, but go ahead. we yeah. don't have to do that. No, you, you could, yeah. We can, we can... Um, well, well, part of it we also is, finished. I mean, That's that good. Jack Daniels or whatever it was we drank last night, didn't that didn't help either. Right. 
you know? Yeah, so you're feeling a little tired. Well, there's also... I mean, I feel well, tired, Well, here's too. what's going on in my head. It's like, I feel this was good. Yeah. And we released this, throw it on Facebook, and call it the St. Patrick's, so, Patrick's Day Sober Edition, in parentheses. Yeah. But then we could listen to last night's, and we wouldn't put it on Facebook, but for people who subscribe, they could get the St. Patrick's Drunk Edition. I like that. That's cool. That one I don't want to put on Facebook, but for people who... The Drunk who, Edition. Who, the pe- <laughs> for the people who are listening and have it in their feed, you would get the both right. episodes. Right, and you can't judge me... If you listen to the Drunk Edition, because, oh my gosh, I'm not making sense uh, at all. We did shut the mic off before she started screaming. You don't have to tell people my ugly parts. I wasn't ugly, it was passionate. I mean, I wasn't mad at Brian. I was mad. No, no, just mad at a situation. It was interesting getting drunk. I haven't been drunk. I've been buzzed, but I haven't been drunk like that. You were yelling, but then you were crying later. Yeah, well, I was yelling about... Yeah, I was... Well, you you know what? If... They could ask. Yeah, you can send us questions about why was I yelling. Yeah. But um, it was basically about the injustice. Well, now you're telling them. They just said you could send us questions and now you're going to. I'm just saying I don't want to. I was yelling about life. Okay. Not at anyone. I'm not trying. Was I being controlling there? And then I was crying like a baby. You were. You were very sweet. It's good. I said to you last night that it's when you're crying, I can hear better what the story you're trying to tell. or or, Whereas when you're angry, it's like it's. it's hard. There's right. a shield that goes around you, and it's hard but to it's hear. But it's not your... really a shield. You not feel a shield because yeah, yeah. I think anger is off-putting. Yes. To people, but then I was talking about the emotion of anger yeah. and crying of sadness. They're both. I was expressing the same thing. Yeah. In both of those emotional states, but <sighs> when someone's being sad, they're more approachable. Right. And anger. Because my anger was like what I would call, what they call righteous anger. Yeah. Which is what I was having because the anger wasn't towards you. We weren't in a fight. Yeah. I was just angry about injustice and unfairness. Right. And talking about that, yelling about that because I was very, very intoxicated. And Mm -hmm. then that turned into me weeping. Right. Deeply weeping and being grieved. Yeah. About the very same subject. Yeah. Um, and which was very profound. I suggest maybe getting drunk or high every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. To see what comes out. It's like Joe Rogan. He does a lot of, he'll do psychedelics because he says that it teaches you something about yourself. Mm. You know, like he usually learns. He said one time he did a psychedelic and the message that he got was that he talked too much. He tried to be too like arrogant and impress people with how he spoke. And the message he got was like, you just have to be authentic and not Yeah. Not do that. So Right. Anyway. All right. But if you're gonna get drunk, don't drive anymore. Yeah, don't do it or do Actually yeah. don't get drunk because it's it was The body Oh my gosh, it was terrible. Okay. Are All right, we, you guys have a great weekend. Yes, and um, mm. I'll probably, yeah, so just uh, you'll see, you'll get this one. Or this it'll is be a sober fo- edition. On Facebook. I'm not going to post the drunk edition on Facebook. You can listen to the one and see if you're comfortable with it, and then and then just watch your feed, and you might get the drunk one. I'm going to listen to it first. I have to, yeah, I have to be okay with releasing the drunk edition. All right, everybody, have a great Saturday. Bye bye. Okay, bye.